0: this moment alone. Show yourself strong and mighty as only you can, oh God, and we'll bless your name for that. It's in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray, and in his name, we claim it done. Amen. At this particular time, we're going to have a hymn that will be rendered by Sister Naomi Worthy. Then we will have the Old Testament lesson and the New Testament lesson from the associate ministers here at St. Paul Church. The prayer of comfort will be given by Pastor David Tyson. And after that, uh, Sister Naomi Worthy will give us another song, Precious Lord. And then I'll come and give further instructions as far as the tributes are concerned.
1: Sing his mercy and his grace in the mansions bright and blessed he'll prepare for us a place. THE VICTORY
2: Scripture reading is found in Psalm 121. Be reading from the New King James Version, verses 1 through 8. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from which comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, He who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in for this time forth and even forevermore the word of god for the people of god
3: the new testament reading will come from john 14 verses 1 through 6 and i'll be reading also from the new king james version let not your heart be troubled you believe in god Believe also in me. My father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. And how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." This is the Word of God for the people. God, thanks be to God.
4: Let us pray, Heavenly Father, in the precious name of Jesus. Our Lord, we need you today. Father, we want to lift up Sister Corinthia, O oh God, our Brother Curtis and Antoine, Lord, and the grandchildren, Lord, even the brothers and sisters of Sister Victoria. Lord God, we ask that you would touch our hearts today, Father, comfort them, O oh God, as only you can. For Lord, we know, O oh God, that you hear our cry, and Lord, you say your ear is open unto our prayer. And, Father, I pray and cry before your throne for mercy and grace on this family, Lord. Help us all, O oh God, to be ready when you come, Lord. Father, as our sister have laid down her life, O oh God. Father, we know one day, Lord, we too got to make that transition. But, Lord, we ask that you will help us to be ready, O oh God. For Jesus said, I go away to prepare a place for you. And if I go away, I will come again to receive you. One day, God, you will receive us all. Lord, help us to be ready, O God. Special blessings, O God, on this beloved daughter, God. Help her, Lord, in the weeks and the months to come, O God. Lord, that she will have a shoulder to lean on, O God. Father, that you will dry every tear from her eye one day, Lord. Even though weeping may endure for a moment, O God. Lord, you will bring joy when the morning light comes. Help us today hear our prayer, oh God. We need you now, Lord. Lord, when our feet get weak, oh God, make them strong in the name of Jesus. When their feet get weak, make them strong, oh God. Lord, that they may continue to run this race, oh God. The race to get to heaven, Lord. Oh, Father, we thank you, Lord. When we all get there, Lord, we will sing and rejoice. And we will shout the victory. Lord, help us to be ready. And we pray right now, Father. Let your peace guard their heart and their minds this day in the precious name of Jesus. And we said amen and amen.
1: Lead me on to the light, Ooh, take my hand, press up. Jesus, lest I fall. Take, take my hand. Press us Lord, and lead. Mm-hmm. lest I fall, take, take my hand, precious, precious Lord, and lead. I want you to leave,
0: Come on, let's give God praise for the gift of Sister Naomi Worthy. Thank you, Sister Worthy. We're getting ready to uh, have tributes and um, I really hate doing this as far as giving these um, instructions at this time, but I have to by virtue of the fact that sometimes people not saying those that are getting ready to come tend to take advantage of this moment. And so I want to kind of set the tone in tune for how we shall proceed. I want to thank First of all, the ministers that have come and shared the scripture and the prayer and did what was asked of them. As far as tributes are concerned, um, we're asking that you will come in this order. Uh, Elder Joyce Phillips, Sister Angela Hill, and Sister Janie Biddle. And the understanding from my perspective is tributes. We're asking that you will if you can't keep it to two minutes, we'll give a little grace um, as far as that's concerned. But we're asking tributes, not a song. Tributes, um, uh, not a song, not singing. Tributes, a uh, person who I've been asked to sing, or on program to sing. Um, but uh, and I have to say that because. I've been pastoring 32 years, and I've been in enough funerals to see that some folks will try to take advantage of this moment. And not saying that's the case on today, but I want it to be said because if I have to stand up, that ain't a good thing. So at this time, we're going to ask that those persons will come. Uh, Elder Joyce Phillips, uh, Sister Angela Hill, and Sister Janie Biddle, and there's mics. You have your own individual mic because we want to be— Uh, safe as far as our protocols are concerned uh, in this particular moment. Thank you.
5: Also worked oh, thank you, Jesus but you don't give a preacher a mic you know but anyway but I also worked with her at cats and that's where I met her at and one thing I know about Vicki she loves to have church we would be in the salon and she would come in every two weeks if you come to my salon you're gonna have some Jesus in there because we don't allow no gossiping it's all about Jesus and I remember her telling me I was talking to her I said Vicki God has impressed on me to have a women's fellowship. Sisters United Heart to Heart. I want to come. When are you going to have it? When are you going to come? She came and she was a blessing to the ministry. Bicki was the type of person. She loved her family. I don't know which granddaughter she loved, which granddaughter, but she talked about the granddaughter and her husband. Okay, you. But that's all I heard is her granddaughter, that granddaughter and her kids. But one thing I say, she was a praying woman, and she loved her family. She loved me, and I want to thank you for giving me this opportunity because you could have you got anybody else, but I thank God you called me. Because one thing I know about her, whenever she needed someone to pray, she knew that she could call on Elder Joyce, and Elder Joyce would be right there. I don't care if it was 2 o'clock in the morning. What's she doing calling me? But she had a need. And we need to get to that place that whenever our friends or loved ones come to us, we need prayer, we need to be able to pray for them because we never know what's going on. There were times when she would call me and say, I need a 9 o'clock appointment. But then she would call and say, no, I need a 730. Vicki, you going to be there at 730? She said, I don't know how, but I will. And she was there because she knew the time she walked into that salon, the music of Jesus was going to be in there. She would be in there singing and praising God with us. And I was sharing with Corinthia yesterday an uh, uh, incident that happened to us in the salon. <laughs> Y'all, Corinthia, may, may I share that one? <laughs> if you're a woman share shared, I won't share. But anyway, it was an incident I shared with her yesterday and I said, Corinthia, I said, we could have made some money off of that. But your mama, she was like, "George, you think so? I said, yeah, girl, we can make some, yeah, the most funniest video. And it was something that happened in the shop, you know, and it was funny, y'all. It was funny. But I thank God, you know, that the word of God said uh, laughter, the laughter of God is 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 it's real, you know. We need laughter because sometimes we don't have laughter. A merry heart do it good like a laugh like laughter. That's what it is. But um I thank God because Vicki, she loved her family, like I said, she loved her transit. Even when she left transit, and I left before her. She still kept in touch with us, And I want you to know that Miss Pat said she would have been here today, but she couldn't take it, you know, and we understand that. So she talked about her brothers and her sisters because I told her I was from Pageland, South Carolina where my people was, And we just had conversation after conversation about the bittles. And I knew some of the bittles that she was talking about. But today we lost a woman of God that I know that was a woman of God. And everybody ain't perfect because ain't nobody perfect, but the father. But when you striving to make it in, notice when I said, when you striving to make it in and you ain't gave God your heart, guess what? I know this woman made it in because she accepted Jesus Christ as her personal savior. And I want to say to you today, and I know the pastor's coming, if you don't know Jesus and a part of your sin, get him today. This is the time to do it today. Every day is a time to do it, but what better thing than to do it in a funeral? Because God is looking for us for us these last days. We're living in the last days, y'all. It ain't going to get no better. So we got to get our lives together. And she made her her life her life and her legacy. She made it with God. And she said, "God, for you I live and for you I die." And when it was her time to come, I know my friend is singing up in glory I know she having fun up in glory I know she walking around having talking about y'all I wouldn't want to go back because I made it in so I say to you today love your family love your friends if you have art against them go to them and get it right because the Word of God said if you have art against your brother your sister get it right and how dare do we think that we're gonna make it in when we can't even we say we love God How can you love God whom you never seen? But you got your family members right here, and you can't stand them. Get it together, y'all. I love you. Once again, I said thank you for allowing me to come because I wouldn't have missed it for nothing. I won't be able to stay because I'm on my way back to work. But know that I you're in my prayers, and if you need me, and I mean that, if you need me, God bless you. Call me. God bless you. Call me.
2: Amen.
6: all need the bus. And Vicki and her children, one Saturday morning, they came around and they got enough signatures for us to get a bus. And we didn't have to walk that long walk anymore. And I just wanted everybody to know, and they know anyway, Vicki was about people. If she could help you, she was a giant. She would help you. Thank you for this opportunity. Good morning. Recognizing our pastor, Dr. Scott, pulpit associates, members, and friends, to the Curitan and the Biddle family, I was asked to bring some remarks. Thank you. I met Victoria in the late 60s. Matter of fact, it was 67. I married her brother. Down through the years, she would call me occasionally to see how I was doing and how the children was doing and to tell them hello. A matter of fact, a couple weeks ago, she called to say hello and wish me a Merry Christmas. A month ago, I received a message, a month or so ago, I received the message that she was sick and was rushed to the hospital. I was shocked. I began to call into find out what happened and uh, what was going on. She did have some medical problems. Then finally, she herself called, told me she was home. I was happy to hear and surprised to hear her voice. The first message that I received was about the, about the situation wasn't as devastated as it sounds. In July, her children gave her a surprise birthday party, a total surprise. She was told she was going out to a restaurant, but she had to stop by her son's house first. And when she walked in, everybody started saying, surprise, surprise. And she was so shocked and so surprised, she didn't know what to do. She said, just let me sit down. She loved her children. Uh, She have told me on several occasions, I love you, Janie. I love you just like her sister. She loved her church, listening to the uh, service and talking about the uh, uh, preaching. She just enjoyed the service so much. And she was hoping to get better and to come back to St. Paul. She talked about the Lord and how he how she was praying to get back in church. I have a poem that is quite befitting, and i like to share it with you. It is entitled, He Speaks to Me. You are my child, I made you mine. I have blessed you with love divine to keep you close to me each day uh, so you will follow in my way. I know each trial you will bear. Fear not, dear child, I am there. The promise made that I do keep to be the shepherd of my sheep. I have much joy and peace to give to those who learn uh, each day to live. Within the shadows of my love, I seek their treasures from above. Victoria will be missed. She will be missed. Thank you for your attention.
0: Amen. We want to thank um, Elder Phillips, Sister Hill, and Sister Biddle for your wonderful and encouraging remarks. And at this particular time, it is our hope and prayer that your remarks have been uplifting to this family. But we do know that after today, um, the phone calls will greatly diminish. The text messaging will eventually stop. And it's my hope and prayer that for all of those that are part of this family and friends of Sister Victoria, that when she crosses your mind that you will reach out, particularly to her children and her siblings, let them know that you are thinking about them and say a prayer for them comfort of God will sustain and encourage their hearts. Grief is the price we pay for somebody that we love. And I just want to say to all of those that are gathered here, let's covenant together that we will encourage this family in the days, weeks, and months ahead as they continue this process of grief. The family also wants me to let you know that they are thankful and grateful for all the support and prayers and acts of kindness that you have shown to them during this most difficult hour. And of course, your kindness and your thoughtfulness will not be forgotten. Let me, if I could, just take a pastoral moment to acknowledge those who are serving uh, to make this moment as comforting as possible to our parking ministry, to our media team, to our consistent and faithful ushers, to our minister of music, uh, David Scott Gibson, and the person that usually provides songs for moments like this, Sister Naomi Worthy. Uh, Thank you all so much. Uh, And I also want to thank the associate ministers here at St. Paul who have provided lift and of course. Uh, our executive minister, Dr. Monica Redman, that helped the family to make preparations to have the services here. So let's continue to lift up this family and remind them of the fact that they're not going through the valley of the shadow of death by themselves. At this time, we will have a musical selection, I Shirelle crown, and then I will come with what I sense the Lord has laid on my heart to share with you all as far as this moment is concerned.
7: I shall wear a crown, I shall wear a crown, when it's all over, when It's all over. I shall see his face. I shall see his face.
0: Come on, let's give God praise. Thank you, my sister. We could do a whole lot better than that. Um, That's such a wonderful song. And um, it carries great weight. A crown is given as a reward for services rendered. And so I um, want to thank you, my sister, for using your gift to help this family to navigate this particular moment. I want to, if I could, Um, call your attention, and the scriptures have already been read, but I want to lift up uh, a portion of John chapter 14, Um, that portion where the words of Jesus in his final discourse with his disciples because he's getting ready to leave getting ready to go and be crucified on a hill called Calvary to pay for our sins so that death does not have the last word. And he says something to the effect that just blesses me in an incredible way. And he talks about Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me for. And here's where I want to pitch my tent. In my father's house, there are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you. And then he says these words, Naomi, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That, That where I am... There, there you may be also. I I, I just want to talk about for a few moments, the mortgage is paid in full. And what prompted this particular message is the words that Sister Carrington used to tell her children that are listed in this bulletin. Pay your rent first. Because if you don't have anything else, you certainly want to have a place where you can lay your head and get a good night's rest. Pay your rent first. And usually, uh, when you're talking about paying rent, it's usually in an apartment or it's in something that you don't necessarily own. But when you have a mortgage... Uh, that signifies that you're moving toward ownership. And when you move toward ownership, that ultimately, when the mortgage is paid in full, you get what is called a title deed to your house. And it is then ultimately yours forever and a day. The words that Jesus, utters to his disciples right now, kind of catch them off guard because they find themselves in a precarious situation a situation whereby they had a misunderstanding of why Jesus came and connected with them in the first place they were looking for someone that was coming to reestablish what is called the kingdom or the kingdom of david back here on earth and overthrow the Roman Empire and allow for them to become little governors of various places and spaces throughout the Roman Empire. And here Jesus tells them, I don't want you to be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me, for in my father's house there are many mansions. And and Thomas is like, wait, what you mean? Where are you going? And who's going to show us the way? And Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, woman, boy, or girl comes to the Father except by me. We are at the moment right now where, family, you are faced with the stark reality that life is but a vapor. Sister Victoria Curitan was allowed to see 70 years of life Light, laughter, love, and living. And the Bible in the Psalms says that if you see three score year and ten, that's a blessing. And if you see four score year, which is 80, by reason of strength, you ought to shout. I contend that God blessed her to see three score year and ten, and for that, God ought to get praise. But I need to remind us that 70 years is nothing compared to eternity. And we got to understand who we truly are because that body in the casket is not your mother. It is a former shell of who she was. God has something a whole lot better for her because of her confession of placing her faith, hope, and confidence in the one who was resurrected from the dead and who's coming back for his children. The reason that you and I have to even deal with this thing called death is because Adam and Eve, according to the Bible, mess things up for all of us and allow for death to become the common lot for every person that is born of the flesh. And we're reminded in the words of Job that we came from nothing, and we shall return to nothing. The Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But here's what I want to impress upon you, particularly to the children and the grandchildren and the siblings and others, that in spite of death, God has given us another chance to bask in the essence of eternity forever and ever. That when death places its claim upon each and every one of us because of sin, God has given us an escape route where one day we'll be able to praise him forever and sing of his saving grace. But yet we are reminded on this afternoon that our time on earth is very short because 70 80 90 even 100 years in comparison to eternity is like comparing a grain of sand to the entire universe there is no comparison so here jesus comes and gives this blessed assurance that contrasts our fear of death itself let not your heart be troubled you believe in god believe also in me for in my father's house, there are many mansions. God, through Christ, wants you to know that you don't have to be scared or be fearful of death if you're connected to him. And I know that his disciples back then and some of you right now may have questions and uncertainty. And I want you to know that as crazy as what I'm getting ready to say is going to bless you, God has no issues with your questions that God is a God that is big enough to handle your why and God is not fearful and it does not diminish God if you don't like or understand that your mother or your grandmother is taken but yet I want you to know that God does all things well We're reminded, we're reminded, we're reminded that the saints of old just say, he's too wise to make a mistake. And he's too just to treat us wrong. And in Christ Jesus, he reminds us that regardless of death, I still got everything under control. I still got everything taken care of. So, what are the words of hope and help for you all in this present situation? First of all, allow not your heart, your spirit, your faith to be troubled. I know your mind is perplexed because you're accustomed to talking to mama and grandmama, uh, Vicki, about a whole lot of stuff, and she's no longer here, but because she's not here, you still have somebody you can talk to and rely on, and that is none other than God, and God will send people your way that can help you to navigate this tough moment. As a matter of fact, Jesus himself verifies this statement with his own life, because he really did believe God and believe that God meant what he said. Jesus was able to face the worst that life had to offer. Why should we not be troubled? Very simple. If you believe in God, believe also in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And if you believe in God, you ain't got to manage this situation by yourself. You could go to God in prayer. Have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about your troubles. He will hear your faintest cry. And he will answer by and by. I want to let you know family. So, believed in God. And she demonstrated that belief by her confession in Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior. And her connections and affiliations here at the St. Paul Church. Second, Don't be troubled. Got a good word because death should not be our ultimate fear. Death is not you and me falling into some endless chasm. Death for the believer in Jesus Christ translates us into heaven. I don't know how that happens. I don't have all the details, but I do understand this one thing. That if you know who Jesus Christ is for yourself, death is not the end, but merely a transition from life temporal to life eternal. And each and every person who has confessed Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior have an exclusive place in the plans of God. Corinthia and Brother Curtis, Muhammad and Antoine, your mother loved you. To her grandchildren, she adored you. To her siblings, she was fond of you. To family and friends who have come from near and far, she loved being present with you. But there is a time, and there comes a moment where she has to do something that y'all can't do. And at this particular moment, God has lifted her from the narrow constrictions of time. And is now allowed for her to experience the limitless expanses of eternity. Jesus says, in my father's house, there there are many, many mansions. In other words, you ain't got to be jealous of nobody else because what I got for you is exclusively for you. But can I let you know where I want to hang my hat right now and I'm going to take my seat because I want you to know that because of Sister Victoria Curiton's faith in God, Jesus has not left these preparations up in the air. As a matter of fact, it is Jesus who takes it upon himself to make sure everything is in order. Oh, I really wish you understood where I was dropping on you right now. Jesus says, in my Father's house, there are many mansions, many rooms, and if it were not so, I would have told you. In other words, I ain't going to lie to you. And watch this, he says, I go (laughs) to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am. There you may be also. Here's the blessing for me. I want you to understand that Jesus Christ is the one that have made the final arrangements for your mother, your grandmother, your sister, and your friend. He does not leave that to the angels. He does not leave that to the preacher. He does not even leave that to you all. He doesn't leave it to the funeral home director. He's the one that has made the final arrangements for your mother so she can bask in the glory of God forever and ever. I know, I know, I'm keenly aware that y'all thought y'all made final arrangements. Y'all ain't make no final arrangements. All you did was go to the funeral home to figure out where you're going to deposit her earthly remains. I know you all thought you made final arrangements, but all you did was come and talk to Dr. Monica Redmond to plan out the service for your mama and your grandmama and your sibling. I I know you thought you made final arrangements as we sit in this space and we sit right here and we ponder about our love and affection for Sister Victoria, but no, she got some better arrangements than what any of us could have made. And those arrangements are made by the one who said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he die, yet shall he live again. I feel like preaching right now. What I'm trying to let you know, family and friends, that Jesus Christ has taken care of all the necessary arrangements. He has not left anything up to chance. Whereas you and I, we may leave some stuff undone or we may forget something, but I'm glad that we serve a God who has gone before us in the person of Jesus and that's what he did when he died on a hill called Calvary because he lets us say, Oh death, where is your sting? Oh gray, where is your victory? I, I, um, 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 uh, I, I, I know we have a feeling like we shouldn't be acting like this. We should be more should, should be more should be more somber. Should be very, very sad and y'all should be crying, but but cannot notice how God fixed this thing. Notice that God Came and got your mama before she could cross over into a new year. That that on December 31st, well, folks are planning to go to a party down here. God was preparing your mama for her party up there. That that, that, that on December 31st. 31st while, while we were considering it New Year's Eve ooh, God said no nah, Sister Vicki this is Eternity's Eve for you and I'm so glad that God decided to give Sister Victoria the best gift she could ever have. Can I tell you what that gift is? That gift is victory. Ooh, y'all don't even know when to shout, but here's your shout. I'm getting ready to give you right now. You do know that the name Victoria literally means victory. And God is the one that gave her victory. What did he give her victory over? She has victory over pain. She has victory over sorrow. She has victory over sin. She has victory over death. She has victory over headaches. She has victory over heartaches. She has victory over disappointments. She has victory over her tears. She has victory over suffering. And she has victory over death. And no God did not give her no doggone wings because she wasn't an angel down here. She ain't going to be an angel up there. But God has given her something better than wings. God has given given her a brand new body that's able to handle being in the very presence of God where she can bow down and worship God forever and forever. Paul said it best. When this corruption has put on incorruption and when this mortal has put on immortality, did you will be brought to saying, oh death, where is your sting? Oh grave, where is your victory? Y'all ought to give God praise because she has has the ultimate victory right now and God has claimed her as his own. I'm done. May the Lord bless you real good. But here's where I'm closing right now. I like to, I like to play the game Monopoly. 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 I like to play the game Monopoly. And in the game Monopoly, they got a whole lot of different tokens. A whole lot of different tokens. Car and a boot and, and a boat and various different tokens. And you can buy property. And when you buy property, you can put houses on the property. And you can put hotels on the property to what? Collect the rent. But guess what? When the last person is left standing, when everybody has gone bankrupt, guess what everybody got to do? Everybody got to take uh, their hotels, uh, take their money, take their tokens, and put them back. In the box put the box on top of the box and then put the box up uh, all I'm trying to let y'all know is that's what God did right now God has allowed for you all uh, to take this box we're gonna go and put it in the cemetery but that ain't the end of the story because God says uh, what y'all think you're celebrating ain't really what you're celebrating what you should be celebrating is that she's basking in the glory of God forever and forever that she's able to get her worship right because she's seen God face to face and she's bowing down at the feet of Jesus and y'all want to know what she's telling him? Thank you for dying for my sins. Thank you for keeping me when I could not be kept. Thank you for wiping the tears from my eyes. Thank you for watching over my children and my grandchildren and my siblings and my family and my friends. Thank you God that you allow for me to be in glory and to worship you forever and ever and ever and ever ever, and ever, and ever, amen, God bless you, Sister Curitan and may he allow for you to bask in his presence. as the undertakers, our funeral directors come. I'm going to ask at this time if we can have some ladies that can come and be flower bearers. If you will come to my left, your right. I'm asking also those who are pallbearers. If you would come to my right, your left, where our funeral directors are. I'm asking that everyone with the exception of the family. Would you stand? We're gonna do I'm gonna do the committal here and then we will make it you'll make your way to the cemetery. And I believe that the interment is gonna be at Oaklawn uh Cemetery. Heads bowed, all eyes closed. God, we come and we thank you for the life of Sister Victoria Curitan. For her daughter Corinthia, her son John and Antoine, for her siblings, for her grandchildren and great-grandchildren, family and friends who have come from near and far. God give comfort as only you can. Impart to them, oh God, a sense of togetherness and bring them together in strength, love, and unity that one can't fall without the other. Help them go, oh God, to realize as they lean and depend upon each other, they're leaning and dependent upon you. Encourage their hearts right now, only you can. And in the days, weeks, months, and even years ahead as they reflect and think about Sister Victoria, that a smile comes upon their face while tears are making tracks down their face. Let your spirit give comfort. It's in the name of your son Jesus we pray and in his name we claim it done. Amen. As it has pleased the almighty and wise God and his divine providence to take out the world the soul of our deceased Sister Victoria Curiton. We therefore commit our body to the ground, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, and dust to dust, looking for the day of the general resurrection when the earth and the sea shall give up his dead, and that which is corrupt shall put on incorruption, and that which is mortal shall put on immortality. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, "Right, blessed are they who die in the Lord, for they shall rest from their labors and now to him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with all exceeding joy to only wise God our savior be glory and majesty dominion and power both now and forevermore amen in my father's house there are many mansions and if it were not so I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you and if I go to prepare a place for you I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there you may be also